0: Welcome to episode 50 of Voice in Education. This is Julie Daniel Davis, and today as I reflect on the year and what's ahead of us, I see a lot of announcements being made in the next, last quarter, so to speak, on uh, possibilities and interoperability and the ability to use voice in a wider context. And there's a few things that I'm most excited about. I'm gonna start with an announcement that Alexa made, or that Amazon made regarding Alexa in December. They launched the ability for people to create custom connected skill experiences and direct skill connections. Here's how I see that working. Let's say you're in the classroom and you have created a skill to test your students for spelling words. And based on how that student does on that quiz, they will then be connected to another skill, either for uh, redirection in terms of studying, like maybe a flashcard skill that allows them to study some more, or perhaps it becomes, it a student does well on that skill and it redirects them to a different skill that helps them study something else in your class or at home this is a great way to personalize homework Um, you could send the same skill to all your students at home to practice with but the next step could look different for each one personalization for each student based on one beginning point Um, If you have the ability to do this, and I'm hoping that it becomes a blueprint where you can connect it to the next skill in the future, that seems like a great way for personalization in education. Another thing that came out in, uh, I think it was September, was that Amazon was pushing for an interoperability initiative. And what we saw from that is they enlisted 30 companies to work together to improve how voice assistants work together. So what the meaning of this is, let's say I have a voice assistant in my house and it's a Google Assistant but a teacher is making Amazon Blueprints for a class, the interoperability would allow you to not just use that as a Google Assistant, but based on the wake word of um, Hey Alexa or whatever it is, I could then use the same voice assistant to get to that skill that the teacher has created. So, uh, as from an educator's perspective, that's really exciting to me. I no longer have to worry, but part of my students have a Google Assistant at home, and part of my students have Amazon uh, Alexa at home, part of my students have Bixby at home. Um, I'm I'm hoping that everyone jumps on board with this interoperability initiative, and uh, it becomes something where we can use all the devices to meet the needs across the board. I think that's a really exciting thing. And each one, I think, has its strengths and weaknesses. And so if I can, for instance, use a Google Assistant um, to work with my international students because I believe it understands them a little better than Alexa does, then that would be a great thing. But the ability for me to use this uh, blueprints is something that I don't want to give up for the Amazon Alexa. So there's, that has a lot of possibility for the future of interacting with families. And um, then one of the other things that I think has been a really big thing and I think it will eventually push over into education was that um, Apple, Amazon, and Google want to create a smart home standard. And they this was announced, I think, in December or January. And the deal is that... Um, it will become easier for customers to know what to expect, and and know, and the there will be less frustration between the different brands if they all work together within the standard. Now, that's for at-home products, but I do believe as things grow and the and these things s- slide over into the educational arena, perhaps we'll be using voice um, to create other. Um, Smart products that work with educational purposes. Um, right now, it's a smart home products are kind of a niche market, but I think that will continue to grow. And using voice to um, operate with these devices in a home or in a school setting is a natural way to. Uh, move forward in this arena and the fact that there would be a standard makes it easier not only for for students but people in general so that's an exciting thing as well and then the third thing that I've just been recently looking at is um, open source platforms platforms that allow people to create projects themselves so I'm thinking way out there right now but um internet of things, open source platforms. When will we get to the point where we can have our students create using uh, open source to make something an internet of things? Uh, how can we help them to create using open source, which would be free and available to everyone, um, their own ideas and their own things? This. During Christmas break, I received in the mail uh, my two boxes of Chatbox. And Chatterbox is a device created to allow students to create their own smart speakers. And it's um, basically using a Raspberry Pi and creating things themselves. So as I've said, oftentimes, I think the future of knowing how to do something is showing that you know how to do it. And if voice can get into that arena where students can show their learning, not just by consuming voice, but by creating voice initiatives, I think that's going to be a huge impact on what the future looks like in terms of how voice Can be used in the classroom. Creation, less consumption. So those are just some things that as I look at to the horizon, way out in the horizon, that I'm pretty sure that I'm excited about the possibilities that each one of those four to three to four things have on the future of voice in the classroom. How do we start tapping into that now? I'm not even sure, but I can tell you those chatterboxes are going into my STEM room in our lower school as soon as possible. This is Julie Daniel Davis.